Hey y'all, what's up? Welcome back to Drew Presents with your boy Drewski, where our connection continues to connect. Okay, so I'm going to get right into this, y'all, because let me explain something to y'all. My last 24 hours have been upside down. This show, I actually, this show was not supposed to be this type of a show. Um, I already had started recording the show that's supposed to come out, but that probably will either come out later, tomorrow, or maybe next week. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but in any event, um, yeah, let me get into it. So basically, as you guys know, I'm a foster parent right now, um, and I have a child in placement who is under six months old and the last 24 hours plus have been a little crazy um so basically i now understand when people say you know something occurred and it just took over you know like emotions are high or you're feeling some type of way or whatever in any event so basically, about Sunday, I would say, the baby, well, probably Saturday. Saturday, the baby, like, got really congested and, like, he was sneezing and, you know, whatever. So I'm like, okay, you know, I know he's under six months. You really can't give them anything. There's no point of me making an appointment or going to urgent care because they're just going to tell me to sit my ass at home. <laughs> so Sunday slash Monday-ish. He develops like a cough. So I'm like, all right, you know, whatever. But then the cough became a little crazy. And prior to him coughing, you know, obviously we've been to doctor's appointments. They talk about RSV, which is like a respiratory like virus that's going around right now. I think the, the peak season is like from November to like the end of April or something where a lot of kids end up catching RSV, and this affects the child's breathing, uh, their respiratory, they have a lot of respiratory issues when they catch this thing, so that's the first thing I thought he had, because obviously his cough was like crazy, you know, it was like out of this world, and um, I was like, oh god, no, I hope he doesn't have that, because the cough was so out there. Anyway, um, so we make an appointment at the regular doctor and they, uh, they say, okay, bring him in. So we come in and then obviously he's doing some things that they don't like and they're like, all right, we're going to send you guys to the ER. Now, thank God the ER is right across the street from where he goes to see the doctor, but it's just annoying because now we have to go sit in the ER. So we go to the ER and now... We're waiting. <laughs> and then they go, okay, we're going to test them for RSV and the flu and COVID and all that stuff. <sighs> but his oxygen levels were not where they wanted them to be. And um, they was like, all right, we're probably going to have to keep him. So I'm like, oh, God, here we go. So um, all of a sudden, his his levels just got better. Like, he was just chilling and then... I don't know if it was just because he was, like, uncomfortable, but then his oxygen level was great. Heartbeat is fine. Um, he's just relaxing. So, they're like, we 
we're not too sure. Like, so, you know, we'll wait for the testing to come back. So after being there for almost four hours, they finally was like, all right, we'll let you go. But you know what? We can't give him anything for the cough because he's too little, as I assumed. They was like, even if he has RSV, COVID, there's nothing we're going to give him because it's going to pretty much be weighted out. And I'm just saying to myself, like, these people, they want you to, you know, because supposedly there's, like, an RSV vaccination that they want you to give these children, which we did apply for. And it was, that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> it was denied, clearly. But that's a whole nother conversation um, from the insurance company. And now there's, like, an appeal and you got to do all this extra shit. But whatever. Um, so it's just like you, you go there and it's like, well, what do you really do? I guess if your child can't breathe, cause I, obviously I did some research and some children have a really difficult time breathing. They're not eating. They're not using the bathroom. You know, all of this, he's still eating. He's using the bathroom. He's just coughing. That's the only issue. And that's one of the symptoms as well. So thank God everything came back negative. He has none of these viruses that's going around thank god so i'm happy about that but it doesn't explain the cough and i'm just like okay well then why is he coughing oh it's just a regular cold it's just you know blah 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 i'm just like you know what's so weird is how we have all of this advanced technology and all of oh we could learn how to do this or we could you can pick the sex of your child now but simple things like Checking oxygen levels seems to be extremely difficult to do. And it has to be tied around their foot or their toe. And when it's tied under their foot, it might not read accurately. And I'm just like, well, why is no one trying to perfect these things? You know what I mean? Like, it just it just makes me feel like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's crazy. You know, I'm just so thankful that... He's okay because, you know, if you were there with me, I was getting emotional and, you know, it it seemed like it went so quick, but it really didn't. You know, going to that first appointment and them telling you, you have to go to the ER and then I'm like, oh my God, is he okay? Can he breathe? And then he's getting there and then the breathing is not where it's supposed to be. And then you're looking, I'm like fixated on the number and I'm like, oh my God, it's so low. It literally drove me fucking insane. Okay. <laughs> So, like, it literally drove me insane. And he doesn't sleep in our room. He's, he has his own bedroom, his own crib. You know, we put, like, you know, we decorated his room and everything. And I'm like, he can't sleep in there because, obviously, I need him to be close by because if something happens. You know, we have a whole camera in there. So, like, we can hear him on a monitor. But it's just, like, I didn't even feel safe doing that. And he has a bassinet. In our room, which, you know, obviously he's starting to outgrow. And, you know, as a foster parent, you're not allowed to co-sleep. That's not, you know, approved. They do not approve that at all. Um, But he's, you know, he was a, he was premature. So he's still small where he can be in the bassinet. So we had to let him sleep in the bassinet. And it was just like, I felt like I was watching him like a hawk because... <laughs> You know, you just never know what can, can potentially happening. And then waking up today and then saying, okay, now we're going to another appointment because we need to make sure that the levels are where they're at. So we went back and the levels are still the same. So he's still doing great. 
and we know that he doesn't have this and it's just like you have to wait it out but it's just like how do you do this how do you parents do this day in and day out when these children are sick and you know you can't do anything for them there's nothing to give them there's it's just like just wait comfort you and then they sneeze and then they cough and then it's like nothing you can do so it makes you feel helpless And I'm like, I have to laugh from crying because obviously when you're in it, you're in it. And I want to be as as real as possible because I feel like, you know, this is my podcast and I, I say and talk about many of things. You know, I talk about, hell, you guys listened to me last week where we were joking and having a group chat about the craziest shit and like now... I'm talking about RSV. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I don't know. It's it's crazy. I did not think going into this that this would be one of the things that I would be talking about or that would be affecting me. And it's like it really goes to show you how life is so unpredictable when something comes into your life or this is now your position. You know, um, you know the kid has been here. It's about to be three months. It doesn't even seem like it's been that long. You know, it seems like it's been. It seems like it's been shorter, but also longer at the same time. If you guys can understand, but it also is just like wow. I'm so attached to him. You know. If something was to happen to him or, you know, obviously, I don't even know. I think I said this before, but, you know, I'll I'll touch on it really quickly. But, you know, when a child is in foster care, when they're removed from their parent, most of the time, reunification is the goal. So the social worker or the, the caseworker, whatever you want to call them, they have to come up with a plan for the child. And that plan is, all right, most of the time it's reunification, which means they go back to their parent or um, reunified with a family member, whatever the situation is. That's just how it goes until they're unable to fulfill that. It might be something else. It might be like, oh, well, you know what? We thought we was going to be able to send him to back to his mother or his uncle or grandmother but unfortunately, we have this foster family that's been with him and they're willing to adopt and we're going to change the goal now to adoption. And then now it shifts. So then now you become the focal point. So that's what I wanted to touch on. But I'm going to talk about that more next week because that's what someone wanted me to talk about. But I'll just give you that little bit of tidbit. So what I'm saying to you is that with me knowing that you know, the goal is for him to go back with his mother. You have to have an open heart. And, like, not, nothing makes me feel like, oh, well, who cares? There's no way I would ever feel that way. Like, the, he deserves to have the top care, to be looked after, to make sure that he's always taken care of. And I just hope he's okay. You know, I just hope he's okay. But he sounds a lot good. He's uh, a lot good. <laughs> he sounds a lot better. He sounds like he's doing well. You know, he is still a little stuffy. He has a cough a little bit. It's not as frequent as it was before. 
Um, so I'm thank thankful about that. So I guess the waiting out is kind of working. It's just that it's taking too damn long. And I would like for it to be immediately. It to be immediate. to For it to be gone. Go away. It's almost a weekend and he's still coughing, you know. And obviously I don't want him going to daycare or anything like that. Because obviously, you know, I feel like you don't get the same attention that you would get from your parent. You go to daycare, they have to spread the love. Most of the time there's, you know... One teacher to four ch to to four children, so I, I need him to be the focus. <laughs> you know what I mean, and I can't go into well. I need him to be the focus. Maybe I could, but I just feel like no. We're gonna keep him home until he's doing a lot better, and um, then yeah, we'll just take it from there. Um, yeah.